Hi everyone, this is Nellie. Thank you for tuning in today to my ministry, song, scripture, and my thoughts. Today is April 1st, 2022. Today's song is Build My Life by Pat Barrett. Today's message is titled, A Firm Foundation, Find the Lost Sheep. Today's scripture, I'll be reading from the book of Luke and then one from the book of John. And I'll rename those as I as I go along in this this podcast. I want to start out by, because we're heading into, this is Resurrection a Month, where we'll be celebrating Palm Sunday and then Resurrection Sunday, and so I just wanted to start a little bit on Jesus' journey and incorporate that in today's message. So the, the devil tempted Jesus for 40 days, and this happened after he was baptized by the Holy Spirit and it almost as though he goes immediately the Holy Spirit immediately leads him into a spiritual battle and Jesus fasted for those 40 days he didn't have anything to eat so he was very hungry and the devil was tempting him uh, asking him to make bread out of a uh, out of a stone uh, he just took him to this to this high place and said he could have all the kingdoms around. I mean, he just really, really worked on Jesus to try to get him to bow to the devil. Of course, Jesus did not. He he fought him by reading scripture, and that's how he won his battle. And so I just it's it's wonderful that his ministry starts out that way because he's immediately telling us that we will be tested soon after being tempted by the devil for this that or the other thing and my my circumstance from this last these last few days I feel like I was attacked by the the devil or something demonic I I got a severe back pain that held me up for this is the eighth day I believe and this was coming off of the heels of visiting a neighbor who um, believes in Jesus, but she was being led astray in a couple of, of ways, searching out other ways to heaven. And so it, I was needed to to witness to her. I still need to go back there and witness again. And there's other people that God is calling me out of the house to go and now preach the good word to the neighbors. So this is this is new to me. I didn't suit up with the armor of God prior to going to the neighbor's house. I probably should have, but I was able to answer some questions that she had uh, with exploring um, what she called the Islam faith, but not the evil side of Islam faith, but the good side of Islam faith. I was able to make sure she knew that no Islam faith was good because they don't believe in the Son of God and they don't believe in in the Trinity it, it, that she needed to stop pursuing that religion and uh, she also had another idea of how to get to heaven and so I, it was a good it was good that the Lord sent me there I didn't realize um, that I was going going to be going over there and having a spiritual battle 
but these uh, sometimes you, you you can tell if it's if it's something out of the ordinary for me I never have gotten any back pain like this this is this was all new and I felt it was just a, a real attack and and Jesus the Holy Spirit told me last night because I was just really just suffering and not really doing much else but then he reminded me that pain is gain and that I will grow in my walk with him through any battle and I don't know why it took me eight days to see that or realize that but pain has been gain for me in the past and so I thought it was important to come on to see if anybody else has, has been going through it and how we fight the battle is by just uh speaking out loud scripture that's why it's important to memorize scripture to stay in the bible and just get really a firm foundation in our belief so we're not led astray by wishy-washy or this or that in other other religions and other other philosophies and so we're going to talk today about building our faith and also uh finding the lost sheep although my neighbor wasn't she was straying right and so in order for her to come back somebody has to lead her out out of that and I, I feel like the Holy Spirit was calling me to do that and so I am going to go back there so I want to start out by reading uh, Luke chapter 1 or, excuse me chapter 4 verse one and two which says Jesus full of the Holy Spirit returned from the Jordan and was led around by the Spirit in the wilderness for 40 days being tempted by the devil and he ate nothing during those days and when they had ended he became hungry pause and then after that um, the devil shows up and keeps trying to tempt him in, in this that or the other thing and, and Jesus won won his spiritual battle and he's t he there's a lesson there on on how to handle that. When I go to it's the same chapter chapter four and read verses fourteen through twenty one, which this is the start of Jesus's public ministry. And Jesus returned to Galilee in the power of the Spirit, and news about him spread through all the surrounding district. And he began teaching in their synagogues and was praised by all. And he came to Nazareth, where he had been brought up. And as he was, as was his custom, he entered the synagogue on the Sabbath and stood up to read. And the book of the prophet Isaiah was handed to him, and he opened the book and found the place where it was written, The Spirit of the Lord is upon me, because he anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. He has sent me to proclaim release to the captives and recovery of sight to the blind, to set free those who are oppressed, to proclaim the favorable year of the Lord. And he closed the book, gave it back to the attendant, and sat down, and the eyes of all in the synagogue were fixed on him. And he began to say to them, Today this scripture has been fulfilled in your hearing. And all were speaking well of him and wondering 
at the gracious words which were falling from his lips. Pause. So Jesus is reciting scripture from the book of Isaiah, but he was also present in that time with Isaiah. And the Spirit of the Lord is upon is upon him. And you know, I don't know if you've I've read this script passage to you before where when John the Baptist baptizes Jesus, the Spirit hovers over him in the as the shape of a dove, as a dove. And then the Father calls down, This is my son. And so the Holy Spirit then stays with Jesus during his ministry because remember he's born um fully man although he's God. So the Holy Spirit is now given him, is empowering him to do the good work. I will go over to Luke chapter 6 and read verses 46 through 49. And this is titled, The Builders Builders and Foundations. Why do you call me Lord, Lord, and do not do what I say? That's powerful. Jesus is asking, Why do you call me Lord, Lord, and do not do what I say? This is why we have to build our firm foundation like as the neighbor as an example she's not rooted deeply rooted and you have to be deeply rooted because Jesus will say in this next verse everyone who comes to me and hears my words and acts on them I will show you whom he is like he is like a man building a house who dug deep and laid a foundation on the rock and when a flood when a flood occurred The torrent burst against that house and could not shake it because it had been well built. Pause. Dug deep and laid a foundation on the rock. And not even a flood or anything could knock this foundation off. Dig, 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 dig deep into the Word of God to know Him, to know the God of ages. It's a relationship. He's saying here, you're saying, Lord, Lord, but you're not digging deep into the, in His Word to know Him. And so then He goes on to say, but the one who has heard and has not acted accordingly is like a man who built a house on the ground without any foundation and the torrent burst against it and immediately it collapsed and the ruin of that house was great pause there's other scripture that says it's the parable of the ten virgins which I, I will try to read that parable the next time 
where there's there, there's the ten virgins, five are ready, and they 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 know God intimately, and they're they're they have not dropped their guard, they have not accepted any other religions. They are deeply rooted in a firm foundation, and the other five virgins, they run out of oil. They 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 didn't have enough of Jesus in their life that when he came back, he said that they said to him, Lord, Lord. And he says, I don't know you. We don't ever want to hear the Lord say, I don't know you. So it's important to dig deep into scripture. That's the only way that you're going to build a strong foundation, one that is never, ever uh, in the in the armor of faith. There is the helmet of salvation, the sword of the spirit, the breastplate of righteousness, the shield of faith. I have already said that the belt of truth and then there's some shoes that you put on to, to for your firm foundation you get deeply rooted I can't express it enough how you need to uh, first of all if you're in a spiritual battle put the armor of God on pray it at night you don't want any demonic um, corrupt dreams or thoughts as you're trying to sleep you need to just really uh, put on that spiritual armor. And it's found in Ephesians 6, if you want to read that. And uh, I might have left out one of the armor. I, I don't have my book open, my Bible open to the Ephesians 6. But it's very important to wear that armor. Because you never know when you're going to get spiritually attacked. Because the, the devil and his army... Do not want anybody saved. He he had a grip on this neighbor and was pulling her in different directions, and he was content with that. They were winning, but then here I come into the house, and I'm speaking the truth and getting her back on point. And I really feel I was going through a spiritual battle. So let me, so there, that's the scripture. If you want to read Luke chapter 6, verses 46 through 49, and um, confirm that you want a firm foundation and you don't want to be built without any foundation where just the littlest thing is going to have you, because we are the, uh, we are the church. Each person is a church, and we have, if we're not built on, with if we're built without any foundation, it's just going to knock knock our spiritual spiritual house down. So it's very important to build a firm foundation. And please listen to this song; it's really good. "Build My Life" by Pat Barrett. So I'll go over now to. Okay, now turn with me to Luke chapter eight. Be reading verses sixteen through eighteen. And this is where I feel, as of last night, the Lord wants me to take my lamp. He wants me to get out of my house, out of my circumstances, and shine my, my light outside of my home. To bring the ministry not only to Podbean, but... Um, I've been given my marching orders, even though I, I'm, 
I'm sure I sound tired. I am tired, but I want to get this message out because I just want to hope that there's somebody else out there that has been going through it. So the parable of the lamp. Now, no one after lighting a lamp covers it over a container or puts it under a bed, but he puts it on a lampstand so that those who come in may see the light. For nothing is hidden that will not become evident, nor anything secret that will not be known and come to light. So take care how you listen, for whoever has, to him more shall be given, and whoever does not have, even what he thinks he has, shall be taken away from him. Pause. Now, I don't want to ever have my light removed. I want to be able to 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 preach the word of God and never have God take me out of out of uh, out of what I love to do. I love to speak about and, and talk about the Lord God Almighty. And so I feel I did get my marching orders. I need to to go and no matter if my back's not hundred percent, I need to go and continue with continue on mission, go back to that neighbor's house. She's eager to have me come back over, which is so good. And then I need to go to the, the the next neighbor to her right to preach a good word to him. And so I've got to get out because I really strongly feel that I need to have good listening ears to God and what he, he's asking me to do. And this is really for me going out of my comfort zone. I don't normally... I. <laughs> I, I don't normally go over and chit chat with neighbors. That's that's not me. Before I would come home from work and I'd be a homebody and I'd hardly ever feel like I had time to go to the neighbor's house. So this is this is all new for me. Um, the Lord is calling me into into doing things that are out of my comfort zone. But where He says here, for whoever has to him more shall be given. I want him to give me more tasks, more things to do. Because I don't ever want him to take it away from me. So let me so if you if your light is shining bright, I hope this encourages you to even if you go to one person because there's always a lost sheep out there or somebody that's gone astray. And we have to bring them back into the fold. And now these next few scriptures are going to talk about that we are God's sheep. And if, and if one is lost, he wants us to... He's, he's, he's painting a picture of him going... He, he doesn't... He leaves the 99 to go for the one sheep. So that sheep can be saved and be brought back into the fold. So the next scripture is found in Luke chapter 15, verses 1 through 7. The lost sheep. Now all the tax collectors and the sinners were coming near him to listen to him. Both the Pharisees and the scribes began to grumble, saying, This man receives sinners and eats with them. So he told them this parable, saying, what man among you, if he has a hundred sheep and has lost one of them, does not leave the ninety-nine in the open pasture and go after the one which is lost until he finds it? When he has found it, he lays it on his shoulders, rejoicing. 
And when he comes home, he calls together his friends and his neighbors, saying to them, Rejoice with me, for I have found my sheep which, I, which was lost. I tell you that in the same way there will be more joy in heaven over one sinner who repents than over ninety-nine righteous persons who need no repentance. Pause. So this is why it's so important to go and find the lost sheep. And it's about the lost sheep coming back into the fold of Jesus and repenting. Repenting, it's, such, it's a key, key, key to, to somebody being saved. Because it's not just the person has to be found, but that person has to repent. And there's a party in heaven when that happens. They're rejoicing, rejoicing over the lost sheep. Go over to John chapter 10, verse 27 says this. My sheep hear my voice, and I know them, and they follow me. Pause. That's where I'm going to end. His sheep hear his voice. Like my neighbor, she knew Jesus because she obviously has heard him, knows him, but was being led astray. And I don't know if you tuned into my podcast a couple of weeks ago. I can't remember when it was, but I, I mentioned, I talked about my neighbor there in that, in that podcast. And uh, she lives with an atheist. And so that might be, you know, once you, you live with somebody that doesn't believe, their demons start coming on you and they're, you know, you start getting some trickery and start pursuing other ab avenues. And one of the avenues that she was pursuing, she just wanted to believe that we could be scrubbed clean after we die and then God takes everybody to heaven because she really wants her, her roommate to make it into heaven. So that's where I'll stop. It's important we, we, that we build a firm foundation. If you, if you have questions, um, the only way that you're going to get your answers is through the Bible. But you can always shoot me a text or a, not, uh, a message through Podbean and I'll answer your questions. Because we, my goal is that everybody has a firm foundation. And that if you're out there and you know someone that's lost... Or you might not even know who they are, but find the lost sheep. There's no better time than this day and age to be out searching for those lost sheep. And again, those sheep usually, they, according to scripture, according to Jesus, they hear his voice. They already, they're already hearing his voice. They just need somebody to help them back into the sheep fold. And because with everything that's going on, in this world with, gosh, now we have a president here in the United States that is calling the teachers to teach young children that uh, they're trying to confuse the children as to whether or not they are sure they're, that they're the sex that they were born with. That it, I don't really want to get into it further, but there's so much evil, demonic stuff going on in the world right now that Jesus can't be far from coming back for his people. This is this is uh, gotten really serious with uh, those leaders there in um, 
in the White House are making some, they're, they're doing some awful, awful things against what God, what God um, re rebukes and, and calls a sin. They're trying to make it um, normal to people that this isn't sin. It's just, it's just really gone, gone off the deep end. So I want to go into my other thoughts just a little bit where last night I was overcome with what was gripping me, my, my back, and how, you know, I wasn't getting better after praying. And then, of course, I mentioned earlier that God re reminded me that through pain I gain in my knowledge of Him and my, in my, I get in deeper relationship with Him. And that's my goal. So I, I'm so glad He had me recognize that this is, this pain isn't to, uh, the enemy might have shot me down, but it, during these times, we have to grow in our faith. <clears throat> and so, if you're out there and you're and you're you're gripped with something, <clears throat> remember that Jesus is using that situation for closer relationship with Him. And then I was I have a jam packed schedule this this month and next month, uh, I, I, which calls me out of my home, and I was getting a little not anxiety because I am a homebody um, just being away from my home for I want to say three to four weeks I I'm, won't be home and he was just reminding me that take every day as a day to work for the Lord so wherever you're at work for the Lord and so it just had me really uh, calm down and and had me had me uh, look at things differently because after all we are here as aliens here on this earth and trying to win as many people to Christ as we can so that is the big commission and we have we have to to get going if you get your marching orders get going uh, do whatever you can this is uh, time is of the essence so I, I'm glad I came on, even though, again, not feeling very energetic, and I apologize that my, uh, I'm, it's, it's important that we get closer to the Lord, and it's important for me to preach, so, because I want Him to use me mightily, and it's time to seek out the lost, or the ones that are confused, and it's time to move out of our slumber and our hardships and, and to help people. And I need to get out and speak face-to-face -face with people. I have my marching orders. I need to witness wherever I go as God leads me. And I need to look at everything differently each day because God has us where we're at, where we're needed in each day. And we are His worker bees. We can't keep our faith to ourselves. So I'll be coming on uh, the week of Palm Sunday and the week of Crucif uh, Resurrection Sunday and in between there as much as I can because the work Jesus Christ did 2,000 years ago is so important and we must be grounded in our faith deeply dug into the soil our foundation needs to be built on the rock.
and we need to preach the gospel and un and not water it down not side with the world about all this lgbtq stuff we need to pray against it we need to rebuke that spirit of of lies uh, there's just a, a it's time to go into battle we're in a severe spiritual battle like no other much love to all all the glory to god until next time bye